Welcome to episode seven of Art Everywhere. Today, my guest is Joey Ramirez, also known as Joey Jose on the gram. What's up, Joey? What's up, my guy, man? Glad to be here. The fucking building is beautiful and lit, and uh, yeah, let's do this. Yeah, so here's the thing. I, I started glancing over your page like I do, right, before I go in here. And dude, how many fucking things do you do, bro? Cause it says uh, you're handling biz and just kicking it. This is your this is your bio, dog. It says just handling biz and kicking it. The center, RCAF, next gen, the Royal Chicano Air Force, next generation, artist, gallery curator at WCN Washington Neighborhood Center, and CRP president, dope bike life. Dude, how do you find time to do all this shit? Yeah, you know. <laughs> I never actually heard all that read back. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, it just is what it is, man. I'm sure like a lot of people, I'm like, um, you know, anything that comes my way that sounds dope, I want in and fuck, you're offering it to me. What? You think I'm a good fit? I don't know why, but cool is run, you know? So, um, yeah, you know, that's just a, a quick snapshot of what I got in the mix. Yeah. So for people who don't know, um, talk about the... Washington Center and how you came into running that thing, man. Well, damn, the Washington Neighborhood Center. Where do you even start with that motherfucker, right? Because, I mean, um, one, I mean, it's just triple OG organization, nonprofit out of SAC, right? So the center's been around since 56. 56? And Holy one, shit. Yeah, bro, like well before my time. So, so don't give me all the credit, you know what I'm saying? But um, I mean, it's also in uh, a historical community center in one of the oldest barrios to exist in Sacktown. I mean, Alkali Flats, like hands down, the oldest hood in Sac before. Because it's, it's right by the river. Um, not because it's right be- by the river. I mean, just because, well, I mean, it is. Well, well okay, you want to. When I you mean, think about like how Sacramento came about, like it all, everything started at the river. And well, most cities, right? Well, right. Most right. major cities as they were building, they, you know, were built off of the trade routes, which was off of the rivers, which is where the old sack started. And, yeah, yeah. you know, from there shit expanded out. So then the, the, the Mexicans were all at first Right in front of um, the river, right on the other side of fucking um, the tunnel on First Street. Basically, the barrio used to be right where the capital is. <laughs> they kicked everybody out. <laughs> yeah, no, 100%, bro. You could Google facts and history of Alkali Flats, and I'll tell you, the barrio used to be right where the capital was, right on the other side of the river, right on the other side of the trade, just off to the back. But then they decided they want to build a big-ass capital right there. They pushed everybody a little bit north. Basically, all the immigrant workers and people that were just put into work for the main spots on Front Street. And then uh, they moved them you know, a little bit north, which became Alkali Flats. And then they had all that free space for the capital. I do. That's cool. You just, uh, I mean, it's all stuff I don't know, bro. And I, I don't think most people in Sacramento, even Sacramento natives know this kind of stuff. 
Yeah, well, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm trying to be Mr. Fucking Factoid or anything like that, but I mean, if we are on the topic. Bro, Alkali look. Flats is called Alkali Flats because of all the alkaline salt in the soil in that part of the fucking neighborhood. But, uh, but again, I ain't trying to be Mr. Factoid. We're just no, bro. Like shit. this is yeah, like yeah. this is the kind of stuff that um, that interests me, and I think people are happy to know it because like people don't really know. Yeah, you know, you're right, and. Um, and it, 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 it come off as a, okay, I can lie, you know, just the name you say all the time, but why? Because there's a lot of salt in the ground. But, I mean, aside from all that type of shit, though, but, um, yeah, yeah, the, the, the hood used to be where the capital is now. And then they got moved pretty much what would be uh, similar to relocated. I was going to say modern day gentrification back then was just get the fuck up and move because <laughs> we're going to build a state capital right here. So, um so, you know, obviously Front Street was Front Street where all the action was, all the merchants, the boats coming in. And so just off of that, behind that, which is where the capital would be just off of the river further back. Because that, that's like that leads to Folsom, right? Well, there that's was the, no Folsom at that point. I, right. But like up up that way, like that's where all the gold was like Folsom, Coloma, uh, yeah. up that way. Like that's where that's where the route was. Like so, from what I understand, is the the route went through town up that way. I don't know much about the roots and the gold. I, I just know that um, prior to Alkali Flats being Alkali Flats, there's a whole lot of fucking Mexican and like I want to say, man, Asian. I don't want to just say Japanese or Chinese, but there was some kind of like Oriental fucking immigrant along with the Mexicans that all held down and locked down right where the capital is now because that was just, you know, pushed off enough to Front Street to where they could live back there and come up to Front and Old Sack and work and whoop de whoop go back and forth. But then when they decided to want to build the capital, that, that whole population, which was Asian and Mexican, kind of pushed off. And um, I want to say the Mexicans went north and then Asians went South and hence became that whole little, you know, like Southside Park is a lot of Asian over there and this and yeah, that. yeah. So that 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 kind of pushed into that. Later on, came into like twenties, thirties, forties, like right, right. So then that made those predominantly known Mexican and Asian neighborhoods of downtown. Dude, that's cool, man. I guess. let you know this shit. Look, you you take it for granted because you know this shit. Like yeah. I'm I'm a transplant. I'm from San Jose, right. so I, I moved here. So I I love Sacramento and like coming across. Like there's a reason why I asked you on the pod. There's a reason why. Yeah, yeah. you know what I mean because you do cool shit, bro, and you you love your town. Like you're always out in the streets. Like I always see you, you know, riding your bike. You're uh, big in the bike culture. What I, I don't even know what those initials meant on there. What, what is that? C R P president. Dope bike life. Well, CRP has nothing to do with bikes. CRP is a community resource project. That's another organization, a nonprofit that I'm the president of. <laughs> Dope bike life is totally separate. So I meant to uh, separate them a little bit. In my yeah, bio. but there's only but there's only so much room yeah, in the bio. So lines. many characters. So yeah, CRP. We've been around since '71. We do a lot of dope shit in the community, man. Um, whole lot. Um, and then besides that, dope bike life is just like my little personal fucking fun venture. You know what I'm saying? But we're pushing, man. The, the fucking the, the IG's live. We put events, shows on, all kinds of shit. So, yeah, we really uh, advocate for for a healthy lifestyle. People riding bikes and just kicking it. 
Yeah, dude, that's that's tight. how'd you get involved in bikes, dude, in the bike culture like that? Because you're you're thick in this stuff. You know what, man? Like I I, I could say that I, I didn't even plan on that shit, right? Like. First of all, I've always been into bikes. First of all, growing up, man, like I, I grew up around a lot of dope rides. My dad always had dope cars, my uncles and everyone. So I was in a lowrider community as a youngster. But then, you know, as a youngster, you're also not pushing a lowrider. But so, so you're trying to build your bike. So I built a lowrider bike as a youngster. And when, when was this? Man, obviously. How old were you? Fucking 90s, dog. Like, right? Like um, the 90s. 94? But I was also in the BMX. I was into everything. Right, right. Um, so then... Bikes just always stuck with me because that was one of my first little, uh, I guess, passions or hobbies that I could get my hands on. And, yeah. you know, as a kid, you, I mean, you just need a wrench. You could take a fucking bike, a bike apart, apart with a yeah. wrench, right? Like, that's all you need. Nowadays, with, like, more complicated parts, you need different stuff. But back then, man, I was taking all the bikes apart. You got was, an adjustable wrench. You fuck it. Yeah, you're bro. You're, you're, yeah, you're taking apart um, Schwinn's. You're taking apart Mongooses, all of that. And um, so that, that kind of, like, uh, I guess... First instilled the, the love I had for the bikes. And then um, as I got older, I was kind of rode casually. And then eventually I got mad into it, bro. Especially as these kind of bigger size BMXs started coming out, like the 26s and 29s. And, um, but before that, I was super into like my rat rod bikes, my lowrider bikes. I was just building all kinds of fucking bikes just because they were fun as fuck to ride, right? And I, my bad, are we allowed to cuss on this motherfucker? <laughs> hey bro if we're not there's gonna be a lot of fucking bleeping dog <laughs> i can stop right now oh bro don't don't worry about it man this is look this is a place for artistic expression you're a fucking artist okay i, f- I feel free and open okay yeah bro. but, but, but I mean, uh, this, look we're fucking we're having some beers we're uh i got some fucking bathroom water right here <laughs> to stay hydrated so hey, you know everything's all to the good right yeah so, man just so you know what i mean I, I grew up taking bikes apart I got older, you know, I was like, oh, let's put them together, you know? So, um, it, it was just a cool combination of, I don't know, man, fucking, uh, just being a kid and then, uh, taking that shit with me into adulthood. And so and check this out. One, one of the things that we have in common, uh, among fucking a lot of them is, uh, I was really into lowrider bikes in the nineties. Right. Cause you know, I'm East side San Jose, bro. You know what I mean? So it was like the, the cultura was like big. Bro, I used to travel out there just yeah, kick it. Bro, bro. Like, like the yeah. Cinco de Mayo parades, like all that, dude. It's fucking King story, all oh, that. Oh, yeah, bro. Yeah, That's, yeah. you know, so um, I remember I, I wanted a bike. I wanted a lowrider bike. And I had like, I don't know what kind of frame it was, but it had like the curved bars. Like all the bars were like fancy bars, but it didn't have, it wasn't a Schwinn. It didn't have all that. And I was like, but I could still, my dad's like, who cares? He's like, just fucking, he's like, I'll show you how to bend the forks. Right. And he, he got like, um, some beach cruiser forks and he bent them. He put them like in, he put them, he had me stand on a rim and he just fucking bent them. He got a pole and fucking like stuck it in there. And I was like, oh, dude, that's tight. But dude, I remember this because I felt so fucking dumb. He's, he's taking apart my bike because we're going to paint it. Right. We're going to prime it and paint it. So we're taking apart the bike and he's like, I'm like daydreaming, doing whatever. He's doing all the work. I go, hey, he goes, hey, are you watching? I go, yeah, man, I'm watching. He's like, oh, yeah, I'm doing my thing, looking at shit. He's like, hey, you paying attention? I go, yeah, yeah, I'm paying attention. He's like, all right. So he keeps going, going, knocks the last thing out, pink, pink, pink. Hey, you paying attention, right? I go, yeah. He's like, all right, let's hang this thing up. Go, all right. So we hung it up because we're going to sand it and paint it. And he goes, uh, he's like, after this thing dries, he's like, uh, go ahead and put it back together. <laughs> and I go, what? And he goes, well, you were paying attention, right? And I was like, fuck. 
Less than. So, dude, so I got all these fucking parts, dude. I'm like, oh, dude, I'm putting in bearings in backwards. I'm trying to, you know what I mean? I don't know. I'm like, fuck, man, I fucking should have paid attention. Yeah. And boy. from that point on, whenever somebody said, hey, man, pay attention, I'm like, all right, dude, I'm fucking, I'm on that shit. If it's something that I'm going to be involved in, I'm fucking paying attention. Yeah. And uh, I got really into lowrider bikes for a minute. But what turned me off uh, of like low riders and all that shit was uh, there was this one dude, right? Long story, but there was this one dude, he had this 49er truck, right? Dude, he was working on this fucking truck. It was like an old Ford, you know, the big wide body fucking yeah. slammed. This, this dude, I seen it go from fucking a beater to like primed to fucking candy gold. And had, dude, had the fucking 49ers logo airbrushed because, you know, airbrushing was the shit back then. Had that 49ers logo airbrushed on the hood. The whole thing, dude. Everything was all gold and chrome, like on the inside, all the engine parts, dude. That thing was fucking tight. The so, whole transformation, you dude, see? The whole, the whole thing, it took like three summers, dude. And this dude was like, like, man, he probably started when he was like 18. So now he's like 21 or whatever. And we'd, we'd go by and we're like, oh, dude, that's fucking tight. And he'd be working on it. We'd be like, oh, fool, that's hella sick. One day we see a for sale sign on it. No. And I'm like, whoa. And my boy goes, Why? hey, dude, what happened? He's like, bro, my girl's pregnant. I need the money. Fuck. And I was like, oh, fuck. And I was like, oh, dude. <sighs> that. And I started smoking weed. So I didn't have, <laughs> I didn't have money for, I didn't have money for weed and bike parts. And I was like, it always stuck in my head. Like, ah, oh, dude, I'm going to have to fucking, what is this? Uh. Well, you know what? With, 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 with full respect to that, bro. Um, you know what? Uh, uh, in my, in my early teens, I was building the bikes, my pops in my late teens. I wanted to do with bikes or my pops. And then I came around in my twenties and kind of uh, reconnected back with all those things. So uh, you know what? I, I feel like that might be a natural cycle in the in the life of a of a youngster too. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, for don't sure, don't man. Don't feel bad, bro. Don't feel bad. Bro. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I always look back on that because, like I said, there's some lessons learned there. Always. I was like, you know, always. like what like what am I pouring my time into? Like what's really important? Like that always goes back to like I always think about that. Like that dude. He had, dude, for like three years, bro. It had to be like three summers at least. Because it went from, dude, from dude. from beater to primer to candy paint to the inside just being fucking cherry to a fucking for sale sign. That's tough. That's tough. You know what I mean? Uh, it, it's hard to say, man, because you know what? Priorities change over time. And, and, and hopefully dude had the right state of mind to realize, you know, he was in, investing into his family. Uh, yeah. But that's a long time to put into a project, too, you know. But yeah. So, you know, that that kind of goes to show you hopefully and he had the ho- right state of mind. I don't remember. I don't remember his name, but hopefully homeboy got back in to it you know or, what I mean or by it now, his paid kids, off in another way or you know maybe he looks at his son now all successful and shit and he's like oh, yeah, okay it, cool it was worth it but who the fuck knows right bro? but <laughs> yeah who knows bro he might be pissed <laughs> divorced that bitch and <laughs> that kid no, I don't know I'm kidding that's horrible <laughs> to say but but uh, you know I mean everything's the, the mind state closer to the mind. everything's the mind state you take into it so I mean um, whatever it is what it is <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Alright. Y'all don't so, edit this. <laughs> no, nah, we don't edit this, bro. This is fucking this is fun. We're flying by the It is fun. Hands. It is fun. I'm just like, damn, okay, cool. I like this. Bro, so how how did you I remember we talked about it one time, but how did you end up being in a position to just be 
like the the curator and the caretaker for the Washington Center because that's like you said, dude, that's a that's an OG place, dude. Like they got OG murals. Like I don't they don't even make those colors anymore. The murals, the, the colors that the murals are painted in the inside, they don't even make those colors anymore, dog. Yeah, you're right, man. That that, that mural would be a uh, well one, it's mad overdue for restoration. Two, you're right, them colors are hard to find, especially that pigment from back then, if you want to match it exactly how it is. But I mean Yeah, those fucking chemical <laughs> Right. Like, we, we, we need some now. mercury in our paint, damn it. Come on, can that I shit. get some mixed up in that motherfucking line? I'm yeah, trying to go OG. Oh, I want that new old stock, the NOS shit, right? Let me get some paint from the fucking sixties. But um no no for real, for real. Um well shit, you know man, it's kind of a trip, bro, because you know, this shit was never in the fucking plans. It was never in the plans, nothing ever I I really plan to do but um i guess you know it's a trip to see how full circles come around you know my, my family's really og from that neighborhood so um you know all my aunts uncles and parents and deals and theas all, all went to the center growing up both my grandparents raised their families right there two blocks from the center you feel me so my, my family's always been ingrained in that neighborhood, which is cool, right? I, I, didn't, I didn't go there a whole lot growing up uh, as a youngster because I was moving around a lot. But then I, I came back later on as a young adult. And around the time I, I you know, tapped back into the neighborhood, my homeboy Tomas Montoya was running the center, <clears throat> the son of uh, Jose Montoya. So, so you know, um, keeping the RCAF lineage, you know what I mean, up in the mix. And... Um, you know, so he he, he was uh, running a joint, and I noticed the need. You know, they, they were trying to do fundraisers and this and that. So, you know, I, I noticed maybe a lack. Like, you know, I could help out. I do graphic design and marketing, and I was self-employed at the time. So I was like, you know what, man? I, I see you guys hustling. Let me donate my flyer, you know, the design for your marketing materials. Let me help you market. All right, man. Sign, uh, give me uh, admin to your Facebook, this, that. So little by little, you know, the, the responsibilities increased little by little. And, you know, at first I saw a need and I thought I'd, you know, help out. Right. And then um, as time went on, each board member at the time kind of had different personal things going on. So like this person got pregnant, this person's got personal issues, this person's moving or whatever the fuck. Right. Um and, uh, man, before you knew it, I, you know, I was, um, I don't want to say the last person in line, but, but you know, I, I saw a need and I had to step in or else the center wasn't going to be the center at all anymore. So I was like, you know, pushkin a shove. I was like, yo, if I, you know what, if, I, if these maneuvers don't get made, I feel like I'm the person to fucking make them. Let's get this shit done. So, um, you know, I, I basically... Became chair of the board, restacked the board, not stacked, that's a frowned upon term, but um, built the board and, um, and you know, it's kind of got us moving in a positive direction upward. So it, w- it was a combination of, um, you know, program reset, financial reset. And just a lot of fucking cleaning house, dude, you know, just like any old organization, I mean, the center is historical as fuck, right? So it's been around since 56. Just like any organization that old, it's going to go through ups and downs, topsies, turvies, different management. 
And so around the time I picked it up, you know what I mean? And um, no, no fault at all. So my boy Tomas did a fucking really good job cleaning house and kind of setting it up for me to come in and, and clean some more house. And uh, so that, that's definitely my, 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 my road dog shout out. But, um, you know, I, I, I came on board and I was like, okay, I understand this place is, is um, historical. I understand, you know what, there's some... Uh, Historical significance to myself personally, being that I'm from the neighborhood, my parents grew up in the neighborhood, just a bunch of shit like that, that, you know, um, aside from that, it's historical to fucking sack Chicano history and RCAF history. So, you know, we got to preserve the fuck out of it, especially with the gentrification going on in this neighborhood. We got to make sure that corner stays brown as fuck and represents (laughs) the history that has always been there. And so, the history that makes it that whole fucking corner of downtown, right? I mean... Yeah, Jalisco across the, the street holding it down. All the central, bro. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, um... Hey, so, so talk about the Royal Chicano Air Force. How did that... How did that what's the history there? Because I, I really don't know. Man, uh, so... I'm going to do my very best, but I mean... Fuck, that, that... I mean, for me... Those are really deep influences. Um... Their tentacles reach throughout all of Sacramento, through through politics, through art, through business, through nonprofit. So, uh, I guess to make the bottom line short, um, I don't even know if that's a fucking saying, but... <laughs> make the bottom line short? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to make that motherfucker on the bottom, I'm going to make it hella short, and here's what it is, right? No, no, but so, um, basically the RCAF, right? Royal Chicano Air Force. Um, Jose Montoya is kind of noted as the main founder. And then he had his um, his generals, Esteban Villa, Juanicia, Orozco, and a long list of people, right, that I could name for days. But they all started out as Sac State professors back in the 70s, right? They were the first Chicanos to kind of get administrative jobs and to be on site teaching cultural studies, which is brand new, and Chicano art and everything like that. So... They were making their, their footprint over at Sac State as, as as new professors and new people with degrees, you know, really making their moves to, to you know, make an impact on the, on, on the people that they saw a need for. But at around the same time, um, one of the Bacas, huge fucking family from downtown, Mad Props, OG, educational and everything, like, like they, they cross every board from, from the hood to the boardroom, like the Bacas are deep, right? So anyways, I think one of them was on staff at the time at the center before it was uh, even the center. I think it was a kind of an outlet through a church for like after school programs. But anyways, they t- tapped in with old uh, Sac State. I think uh, maybe Esteban was over there. Jose Montoya was over there and a handful of people. Right. And she said, yo, how can you guys come down to this center over here in this hood and um you know, help us put in some work to really uplift the kids of this neighborhood. So Montoya, Esteban, Orozco, all of them, they came down. They showed up to the center. They're like, yo, you're in a barrio. All right, cool. Let's do barrio art. And this is... What, what year was this? 70s. 70s? So it's like the height of Chicanismo. Like everybody's going, like everyone's discovering the cultura. Chicanoismo's like re- about to get there. It's getting there. It's like... But this is this is a long time. To, this is like the like the, like the the embers. 
I don't think we've got embers exactly. It's embers. So it had, it had we fire. haven't gotten into like Cesar Chavez revolt yet. You know what I mean? Okay. We're still like like pre that. And this um, is the, so this is the like the fifth because late seventies, late seventies, yeah, like okay. seventy seven eight type okay. of deal, right? And I'm I'm only really speaking confidently on this because I interviewed Esteban on this exact. Fucking topic <laughs> like three months ago. Bro, bro, listen, this is uh this is a history lesson for all of us, man, because we we just take it for granted. You know what I mean? We just take this stuff for granted. Like I go to the center and I, I look at the mural and I'm like, dude, there's fucking those people who came and painted this shit. You know what I mean? And there's there's a whole meaning behind that whole thing. It's not just like willy-nilly, like I want to paint something cute. Like that's a whole yeah. Fucking. So the, basically the bottom line is the hood was brown as fuck. Brown, 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 brown. And some brown teachers from the college came down to the fucking Washington Neighborhood Center and was like, yo, how can we help? And they're like, okay, we need you to bring all that creative art shit over here. That kicked off the body art program. And then all right, they're like, okay, cool. We're going to kick off this body art program where Sac State students are going to come down to the body art they're going to come to the center and they're going to teach these little barrio kids art. But these Sac State students are going to get credit for it. So, boom. That was like the big fucking deal, it's a, right? It's a win-win. Win-win-win. Um, so, uh, uh, bottom line, that went down. The, the, so, the RCEF, Esteban and Jose were professors who came down from the from Sac State to come over to to the neighborhood center to go ahead and teach and implement the basically the barrio art program became the barrio art program for the neighborhood and then that stayed as a staple for the center and Sac State and like as a big um, bridge between the two organizations so from that built a relationship that basically sent a shitload of kids from the hood that would have otherwise not gone to Sac State to go to Sac State and that's the Royal Chicano Air Force. Yeah, in a nutshell, exactly. That's what just flying high. Well, no, not even in a nutshell, because there's so much more to it. I mean, okay, so that that was like basically the founders, Esteban uh, Wanishi and 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 Jose. But that just went on to spawn the massive fucking movement of like really Chicano Revolution. Cause right around that same time was the time that they were gonna go kick off fucking um San Diego right what happened in San Diego in in, in, in San Diego fucking Barrio uh Barrio Park right like um on Chicano Park Chicano Park yeah okay, yeah. yeah yeah no bro so so a lot of Chicano Park was done by RCAF artists whoa like a whole chunk of it like like, like RCAF Sacktown is like you know, um, a I don't want to say single handedly because it is not single handedly, and it was multi county. But um, they went in there, put in Sacktown, pulled yeah, up yeah. deep and painted a lot of Chicano Park. So all of RCA. So as soon as like Chicano Park was going down, back then the Chicano um, community was so close. Like they called Sacktown, like, "Hey, we need help. We're taking over this park. We're trying to make it back to the." Community, they're trying to fuck with us. Sacktown rolled up like fucking eight cars deep, 
in one <laughs> sitting in one night and mobbed out to San Diego. They took over Chicano Park and they painted all those murals. That's why if you pull up now, a big portion of them murals are Sacktown RCAF murals. That's fucking cool, man. I had no idea. Yeah, you pull up San Diego, Chicano Park, a lot of RCAF ripping. But you know what? It, it's all fucking love and unity, man. Everyone's like really... Man, it's all it's all the same family, bro. Dude, that's fucking cool, man. I uh, like I, I've never really looked into the history myself. You know what I mean? I just like I, I just you know I, I pick things up here, there, whatever. And uh, you know I've always been curious, and I've always been curious to ask you because you're in you're in the shit, dude. And you're like uh, whether you know it or not, you're you're talking like a fucking historian, like a historian who's had like four beers, but a fucking historian. Well, a <laughs> We're over here getting lit on the fucking podcast. A historian has had three, but the, <laughs> I mean, for real, for real though, it's like um, you know, this is all shit that I pick up along the way from everyone that I rap with from the RCF. But you know, when do you get a platform or even asked? Period. You know what I mean? Because um, just based on the center, you know, I'm, I'm in regular contact with a lot of the RCAF. And stories come up. And I'm, I'll tell you this. OGs love to tell war stories, <laughs> whether it's art or in the hood or some actual war. You know what I'm saying? Like, so once they pin you in a corner, just peel your ears open and just shut up and listen and, and yeah, you learn something you'll pick up them gems from any old school cats right and you never know who because I've had to sit, sit and listen to the craziest ones which I'm like man this fool is so full of shit and then you know I, I'll exercise that same discipline with another OG and I'll, I'll pull some gems out so you know what any anytime a, a, an old timer is um Rambling, maybe give them a second. Give them a second. They're dropping pearls, man. You don't know. They might have to get past a little bullshit and the pearls fucking drop, and you're like, ooh, that makes sense to something else. Because uh, I've seen you, like, you posted on the gram, like, you're with the old timers sipping. Like, just listen. Yeah. Bro, that's, that's, that's how you know all this shit. Yeah, bro. You know, I've, I've been blessed, blessed enough, like, again, just to find myself in the position to be uh, running the center, more than running the center, curating the gallery in the center that, that is like put me in the mix with some of the most potent and dopest artists that I could ever ask to really be in the fucking mix with. I mean, including your fucking self to oh, everyone fuck. from the OGs from the RCAF and, um, and, and and just a lot of cats that are passing through town that happen to be passing through during the time of an exhibit and, they're, you know, I get a, a quick call, yo, can someone so-and-so show up? And I'm like, they're from where? I'm like, oh, hell yeah, let's do this, you know? So, um, yeah, man, you never know where your blessings are going to come from or your connect. So you kind of got to always hold your patience yeah, with everything I mean, you do. Uh, I was honored when you asked if I would show some stuff, like some pencil stuff. You're like, hey, bro. Oh, bro, you kill it, dog. Oh, bro. I, I hadn't done pe- when I when I dropped that piece, I hadn't done a pencil piece in at least 10 years because I used to do I used to do like portraits for people in the joint. Yeah. You know what I mean, they send me a fucked up picture of their fucking grandma. And I'm drawing grandma out of a fucked up picture. And I got to make it, I got to make it mean something. So, you know, I'd just be sitting there at my desk, just fucking going, going, going. And I got to the point where I'm like, I don't want to do this shit anymore. I want to fucking, I want to learn how to paint. And I kind of just put the, 
the pencil aside. And when you said, dude, come on. And I'm like, nah. And then like two beers later, I'm like, I fucked up and said, yes. I'm like, ah, (laughs) fucking Joey got me, dude. But, uh, but, but I had fun doing it. It was, it was cool because I was like remembering like how to do the shit. And like my hands remembered more shit than I did. You know what I mean? And it was fucking cool, man. And I, I remember I told my wife, I was like, dude, this is fucking, this is nice. It's not yeah. what I remember. It's not, I used to call it mercenary work. Yeah. Cause you know, mercenaries, you just hire them. They don't give a fuck. They'll go overthrow a government for you. Like, ah, I don't care. You're paying me. I'll fucking do it. To get the dirty work done. Yeah, yeah. So I would get, that was my dirty work. That was my mercenary work. Yeah. I would, I would do portraits of people that I don't know that I don't really care about, but I got to make it mean something. I got to make it fucking nice. Cause I got to fucking put top ramen and coffee in my locker. And, uh, bottom line. Yeah. Bottom line. I got to meet the bottom line. And, uh, you know, but when you asked me, I was like, (sighs) you asked me and I was like, I don't know, man. And we were at the art show. And I remember you're like, Oh, come on, bro. You can just, you know, I was like, I don't know. It's kind of short notice. You're like, bro, you could do it. You could do it. And I was like, (laughs) and then I like walked away. I'm like, Oh, let me go. uh, Let me go grab a beer. And I fucking go grab a beer. And that's where I fucked up. I had a couple of beers and I get real, real agreeable. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'll fucking do it. Yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll fucking do it. And then fucking last minute, I'm over here shading some fucking, some chick's chin. You know what I mean? I'm like, ah, here we go. And I, th- I think that was my evil plan, bro. I was like, <laughs> I, I was watching you. I was like, after that drink, I'll ask. All right. He, <laughs> he slammed question. it. Cool. Hey, Phil, I need you for a show, bro. <laughs> No, 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 for real, for real though. No, bro, but but you, man, bro, your technique is fucking on a level of its own. And then, um, dude, I I had always known you as a painter. So when I seen you bust out the pencil technique, I was like, what the fuck? I should have never invited this fool. You don't make me look bad. Like, nah, dude, no, I'm I was, kidding. I, no, but the bottom line is though, like, like seriously, bro. Um, you know, I, I just try to extend the invites, especially to my homies, and I, I knew, like, you know, I was itching to work with you, so I was like, man, this might not be his forte, but let me throw it out there. And uh, I'm glad you accepted, because I, I had known you quite a bit for your paintings. But I did want to uh, throw out that 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 invite for that medium, um, just because you know what, man, like like you know, I'm trying to work with everybody and get everybody into the space. You know what I'm saying? And and sometimes shit gets busy, or this show is booked up, or this theme's already done, or this or that. And I was like, man, you know, I would love to have Phil in the building. Hopefully, he could meet the, the this pen or pencil thing. But motherfucker, you killed it, dog! Like you shit came oh, out bro. ridiculous. I felt like, I felt like a like a midget at a giant convention. No, calm, that was some, no that, calm down. Calm there down. There was some there was some fucking hey, heat hey, hanging on the wall. There bro. was heat. There was, there was heat. Some heat. But calm I, down. I, I don't remember who that was. Who had uh, everything was done like in little little fucking circles. That um, Aztec style shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looked like stone. That was that OG dude named Ruben. But bro, you hanged, but motherfucker hanged. You you fucking held the room, dog. Like your shit was epic. Like like, calm down. Like okay, I appreciate your modesty, but bro, I'm telling you, shit was dope. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna say thank you. I'm gonna say thank you. Then we. I I appreciate your. uh, I appreciate that you appreciate my art. Motherfucker, I wouldn't have asked you (laughs) to be in the show. All right. Yeah. I mean. I mean. That's. I look to this day, bro. I I think of like my art as I'm of two minds of, of about my art. One is I fucking suck. This shit's fucking stupid. Nobody's gonna fucking like this. They're gonna fucking make fun of me. This is the worst shit I've ever done in my life. Fuck. And then the other part of me is like, man, shut the fuck up. That shit's tight. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then I'm like, all right, all right, let's go. You know what I mean? I, I think I think. 
I, I think for me, I have to look at it that way because one, I have to always try to get better. Dude, today I was fucking YouTubing like uh, fucking 10 common mistakes that beginning painters make. You think I'm kidding, dude? I fucking, I, you know what I mean? I, I'm, I'm in an art show this weekend, right? Uh, over at uh, Third Eye. I'll be there but, with you. Oh, yeah, bro. We'll be there yep, fucking yep. hanging out. So come by Third Eye Gallery. Third Eye Gallery. We all got some shit hanging. Yeah, so yeah. Up. So I'm always like, I'm always trying to learn more. Even if I'm not actually painting, I'm trying to learn more about the craft. I'm trying to learn more about the shit. And like, I'm just a curious dude. I just like learning shit. I hate school. Don't get me wrong. I fucking hated school. Every fucking second of it, I was trying to cut school. I was trying to smoke weed. I was trying to hang out with girls. I was trying to, you know, anything but school. I think we went to the same school. Bro, but I love to learn. Like, all my friends would get high and fucking, and just, like, talk shit or, like, want to listen to music. Like, fucking, like, angry rap music, which is cool. That's a, that's a thing, you know, and I, I partook in that, too. But my favorite shit was to get high by myself. And turn on PBS and watch Nova on Tuesday nights. <laughs> oh, bro! I, dude, I smoke. I smoke a little doobie. I used to go to my buddy's house. He, uh, my buddy Ray, his dad. My I don't buddy know Raymond, about the Nova. <laughs> his, his dad sold. Uh, it sounds sold dope. I mean, so, nowadays I feel like I would like it. So Nova was like, um, like a like science a space chip. Yeah, like, it was. Like, well, it was bro, like it was like. Science. I think I like that shit now. I dude, think I found I still it like recently. It. I was like, is that the same shit that I tweaked out on the other night? Like, yeah, yeah not tweak. Like I don't tweak. But I'm like, <laughs> I like, tripped out on like, like yeah. yeah, bro. I'm into my science weird shit, bro. Yeah, bro. So like that's old always been me but i can't like i can't like crack a book and like learn from a fucking science book like that i mean i could pick up some shit but if i'm but if i'm listening i'm like an audio visual kind of guy like if you like the socratic method different side of the brain bro i yeah, feel it, it like uh, like this like my dad telling me are you are you paying attention pay attention are you paying you attention we'll pay attention yeah so like uh like when i when i hear you talk like like that time we were just hanging out fucking eating tacos at fucking Jalisco right there. That was a good day, yeah. Yeah, that was a fucking good day, dude. A little beer, a couple of fucking tacos at Papa. Fuck, dude. Right, 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 oh, right, right, right. Yeah, and, bro. And, and I heard you I heard you talking about the center and I heard you talking about all this stuff. I'm like, oh shit, dude. Fucking Joey's with the shit out here, man. Because people like you are important. Like you, you might not think so because it's just you fucking being you, right? But listen to this. You kept saying yes. To meet needs that needed to be met in your community. You kept saying yes. People, people, people weren't even asking you. They're just telling you that there was a need. And you're like, well, I, well, I could do it. You, you're dumbass volunteered. <laughs> <laughs> you're dumbass volunteered. And you kept volunteering. Oh, shit. Right? What's wrong with me? So, so I'm listening to you talk. And I'm like, this dude is throwing his fucking hat in the, in the ring over and over again. And... You're not doing it for any fucking self-aggrandizement, dude. You don't fucking run around fucking, uh, like, aside from your bio, <laughs> fucking Instagram. You're not running around telling everybody this shit. You just fucking do it. Mm. You know what I mean? I, I didn't know that you did all that shit until I, I started going through your page. And I'm like, this fucking dude, he does everything. <laughs> You know what I mean? And I, you know, I, I knew a little bit of it because like I said, we've talked, you know, we always shoot the shit, you know, we yeah, fucking, that's what we do. We get together, we fucking, we kick it, man. Yeah. And, and, you know, in hearing you talk, I'm like, this fucking dude is like low key, like super low key. Cause you don't even realize you're doing it, but you're doing a lot of shit for the community, man. And it's, it's important. And I think, um, at the end of the day, like you're, you're a historian, 
because these OGs, they're, you know, they're in the twilight years. They are. They are. <clears throat> yeah, they, 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 our OGs are um, really seeing their way out. And, um, you know, that's why it's, it's more important than ever now to really um, document them, man. Similar exactly to what the fuck you're doing now, dude. So, you know what? On that note, send me some of the OGs, man. I uh, know. I'm going to bring some motherfuckers here. I'm going to bring you a step on video. Yeah, bro. I'd like to meet with them. I'd like to have a beer, fucking have a burrito, whatever, man. And then just, you know, because no. people always think, look at people right. always think, here's the thing. People always think that I'm going to sit here and fucking interview them. I'm not going to interview anybody. So I, I just want to meet them. And let them know, like, hey, dude, we're fucking, I'm cool. I'm not going to grill you. I just want to talk to OG. Bottom and then bring him is, on here and then fucking, you know, just hang out. Bottom line is you got your rhythm. Yeah. You're you. And this is what you bring to the show. That's why we're fucking here. So. That's true. Okay. Don't discount yourself. Ah. For, so all the dope shit you said about me applies to you. But the fact is that, um. I want to help you bring some like RCFOGs in here. Hell yeah, bro! I'm I'm so, super down, dude. We'll, we'll, I'm super down. We'll table that. We'll circle and come back around to that. Um, so plan on that. I'm looking forward to it because. But I didn't want to derail us from where we were. Oh, bro, we're fucking. We're all over the place, bro. I know we're we all over the fucking, fucking place. are, bro. So, so, <laughs> so, what is this that you're like traveling? What? Because like last week you were supposed to be on the pod last week. And uh, we ended up getting Gabriel on. Uh, Did you get up? Gabriel over here? Yeah, yeah, Gabriel. Atta boy, uh, Gabriel's yeah, yeah. cool as fuck. Oh, that dude's fucking cool, man. I had a great time. We were just shooting the shit. And, um, but last week, wh- where were you? What were you doing? And what the fuck? Yeah, this is a random suddenly? ass fuck, bro. So, My, dude, I volunteered to be a first responder. <laughs> <laughs> hey bro, hold on hold on so why isn't that in your bio what the fuck <laughs> fucking one more thing in your bio dog so it, it, it's really not that fucking glamorous and it's, it ain't really shit but like bottom line is whenever there's an emergency anywhere um, and they need fucking medical supplies and a hospital set up they'll hit me up <laughs> and then you just fucking go yeah so I'll fucking pull up and uh, go set up fucking temporary hospitals with medical supplies and shit like that. Boom, that, that, bloom, boom. Oh, that, that's all just fucking, you know, life saving shit. But, you know, whatever, man. So you I was know, gone for fucking, fucking five days Monday. last week, fucking like three days the week before that and four days the week how'd you, before how'd, that. How'd you get involved in that? Man, just through some homies. Fuck them motherfuckers. No, okay. <laughs> um, but, but no, 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 no. But, but I mean, it just is what it is, right? Um, that's extremely temporary. Uh, not temporary. I don't want to say temporary. It's 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 a. Um, it's not a ongoing. You know what I'm saying? That as shit is needed is when we're fucking deployed. So it's not a um, a super big deal or full time type of deal, but it has been mad active lately with shit going on. But um, yeah, you know we we still juggling every single thing else going on, and ain't nothing ever gonna really fucking get stopped. So okay, so one other thing I want to talk to you about is the open wall that you have at the center. Yeah, open wall is dope. Open wall is okay. So dope. so how for those who don't know, at the Washington Center, there's a wall outside 
that's you know got an overhang so it's covered the center allows people to come out and just BYOP bring your own paint right BYOP pull up pull up pull up we're, we're bumping like classic old school vintage hip hop and you know what whether you've painted your OG from the 90s and used to run from cops and, or, or whether you're brand new and you've never painted in your life either way this is the place for you so this is where everyone comes together to bring their own paint and get down on a wall and what's dope is that you will have these triple OGs come together with these brand new people like, like I swear Get get closer to the mic. I swear we got we got um everyone from like moms pulling up with their kids <laughs> to teach them how to spray paint for the first time. And then we got like triple OGs that used to like rock burners at three AM in the nineties. The old know, school cry pulling lines. up. So so we got the really dope mix um of people in the crowd. But what was dope is though, like as far as like these really OGs, like the people that could teach you the most that were out there in the 90s putting in the most work now have a relaxed place with no pressure of running from the cops or anything like that to where they could just kick back, really bust down like a fat burner, something dope. But not only that, but, but, but at the same time, you got, you know, all these people from different skill levels also in the building and everyone just starts to get to mixing and matching the conversation. Everyone starts learning from each other. And, and how does this... How does this um, come about? Like, what is, like... Well, typically, uh, Open Wall is every third Saturday at the Washington Neighborhood Center on 16th and D to where anyone could pull up, bring your own paint, BYOP, hit up, leave your mark. My boy Lance, leave your mark. Google them, the dopest fucking graffiti. Leave your mark, uh, the the store over there? Yeah, graffiti supply, man. You go get your boutique, get your clothing, get your gear, get your uh, paint. On on J and what, 17th? 18th, 18th and J, yep. Um, But... Yeah, they, um, they used to be on J and like 26. 26th. So yeah, 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 they're yeah. on 18th and J Little now. hole in the wall. I remember I, uh, I, I stumbled in there one day. I I parked in front of there because I was going to University Art to go buy some paint. Yeah. And I go, what the fuck is this? So I walked in there and I was like, hey, what's up, man? Dude's like, oh, hey, what's up, bro? I was like, oh, shit. I look at all these fucking mops and fucking Sakuras and fucking. I'm like, hey, he's got Montana and fucking. I was like, okay, this is the spot. Yeah, you know, you're 100% right. Because funny thing is, he's like, bro, I just need to stay near um, fucking. Um, 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 what's that store? University Art. He's like, I need to stay near university because I always get there customers and I'm like oh hell yeah good shit and, and Lance is my boy so because, I'm always trying to promote the fuck out of him promote him for open wall that's why all my posts are like hey, what, what's you got his fucking you got his insta cause I'm gonna hit that dude up at leave your mark or man you could even just start I, searching I leave your mark and you'll fucking find him Lance or not Lance cause like, I think I follow them already I think but uh, anyways dopest fucking Sacktown um, boutique graffiti supply spot my boys drop them a, a line say what's up tell them I sent you it won't get you nothing but at least he'll know I'm fucking out here repping you feel me you ain't getting shit but you ain't getting shit but my boy I know I'm out here preaching but but no 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 you know um bottom line is though um you know we, we try to keep it everything community based that's why I promote the fuck out of all of them for 
open wall because you know what? Um, it works out really well. People want to learn to paint. They're going to go buy his paint. Where are they going to go paint? They're going to come over here and paint. So um, the bottom line is that, um, you know, we, we, we just try to keep it on the family, on the mix, and just keep promoting it. Everybody within our community, bro. That's that's what uh, that's what we do, man. That's, I mean, that's what Mario does. We are Sacramento. That's oh, what okay. I. That's and you know he he afforded me this platform, and I'm sharing it with cats like you, man. Cats who are who are making bro, shit happen out here, man. This is a beautiful space, and I I just want to say for everyone who's not here physically, this is a beautiful space, man. And where we are, in, we're in the loft on Broadway. A beautiful loft. It's set up. We all got our own mics. I'm in headphones. I feel like I sound weird, but I. I That's because you're I, talking like Stevie Wonder. You're fucking. You're looking all yeah, over the room, bro. I, I am, and uh, <laughs> I'm new to the headphone situation. But but the bottom line is, uh, I want. I do want to give a shout out to the space, the, and, the uh, loft, the loft. Yeah, this is the Sorry. loft at, at uh, in Oak. This is the loft at Oak Park, man. I'm, in, I'm in space as area, but it, it's called the loft. Yeah, it's called the loft. And um, no, the vibe is very dope in here. So I appreciate you guys having me. Yeah, bro. Well, fuck, dude. I appreciate having you on, man. Because, like I said, in talking with you, like, I realized, oh, this dude doesn't know that he's fucking holding all this shit. I still like, don't know what I'm holding. <laughs> bro, it's... it's what are you talking bro, about? You you have all this knowledge, bro, of, of Sacramento, of, of, oh, of, the, of the art shit scene. Like that. Of the, well, of just all ask, stuff. bro. I'll tell you whatever the fuck you want to know. <laughs> When did you know that you were an artist? Because you, you, we haven't even gotten into it. Oh, like you, you draw. the art, the art, the art. Yeah. You know what, man? Like, I ain't gonna lie, bro. I grew up fucking studying the fuck out of Lowrider magazine, right? I think, I think and most Chicanos then, in the 90s man, did. Man, yeah, but there was no Chicano art. Lowrider magazine in the 80s had like three pages in the back of a little bit of art. You know, like, oh, these people sent in these drawings. Or Teen Angel. Remember Teen Angel? Teen Angel. This is before Teen Angel. Well, Teen Angel was OG. Maybe I was late on Teen Angel. But I remember Lowrider Magazine had like a few pages of art in the back. Teen Angel's triple OG. Man, I remember Teen Angel too. And I remember when it came out. And then I remember I got a bunch of issues. I remember my parents tripping out. Like, <laughs> like that's a bunch of gang shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's a, a bunch of gang Cholino. shit. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, bro, yeah, I yeah. said. But there was like dope, my, my, like, there was like dope, like, uh. It's weird because like, like my Teen Angel magazines got taken away. But I got to keep my Lowrider magazines. So I was like, well, there's art in the back of that. You know what I'm saying? So, um, well, also my parents just didn't know what the fuck they were doing, right? So, um,. <laughs> Bro, we're all in the same fucking butt with that. So I was like, no, Teen Angel, but here's a lowrider. And I'm like, all right, cool. <laughs> it was funny because, like, I remember, like, at the same time in the 80s, I wanted the black Cortezes. Oh, of course. As a kid. Of course. Right? Every kid wanted the black Cortezes. I, I wanted, the, look, I wanted the blue ones. I wanted the black ones. And my mom was like, no, those are for Cholos and King members. You could have the red ones. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> so I pulled up to school with the red ones. Fuck, bro. Everybody was like, oh, yeah. 
like, oh, she, you know, bro. Look at so I remember uh, I wanted dumbass mom. Bro, I'm listen, kidding. I'm I, kidding. I remember, mom's the dopest. She's not dumbass at all. But, but she don't know. She don't she, know. Yeah, she don't know. So listen, I, I was Mexico a kid and, and I wanted. I my favorite color has always been blue. Always been blue. Well, in my neighborhood, they're all like Norteños. Of course, right? So. I don't really know. I just fucking, I like the color blue. And I'm walking down the street, you know, in my blue Cortez. I'm like, all right. Bah, 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 bah. And some fucking, some dude, I mean, look, he was probably like 13, but I was like 10. And this dude goes, hey, fool, you a crip? And I was like, what? And I go, what's that? And I go, what? What's that? He's like, you better lose those fucking shoes. And I was like, what? He's like, you better lose those flu shoes, he tells me. And I go, flu. Oh, flu. He said flu. That dude must have been from YA. And I go, uh, okay. And I remember I fucking went to the house and I threw, I lived by a tree nursery and I threw one shoe, just one. I threw it over into the fucking nursery, bro. <laughs> So my mom had to buy me some new shoes. I go, I can't find the shoes. She's like, where is it? I'm like, I don't know. I can't find it. Bro, because it was fucking, you know, it was you fucking had to survive. I had to fucking survive. I didn't want some fucking. Bill had to so, survive. Hey, I didn't want some 13 year old with a fucking terrible tattoo and a, and a kid mustache to fucking beat me up. So you know, kid, you don't want the kid mustache to really fuck you up, hey, dude. Hey, when you're ten, is there anything scarier than a fucking thirteen year old with a kid mustache? Bro, those mustaches have minds of their own. It's fucking evil. It looks like a fucking like a bunch of spiders having a party on their lip, bro. It's fucking terrible. You know, I'm I'm feeling fear now. Like, can we stop? Oh, like, uh, bro. No, I'm playing. But yeah, bro. Like that was. Uh, I remember that was like my introduction to uh, like what gangs were because before that I didn't I didn't know I was like what what the fuck are Crips and all this stuff and I was like ah, I don't and it was it was weird yeah I know I fell into a little bit of that um, you know at an innocent age because my mom's whole family is from like Watts they're from L A Watts right right and then uh, well it's weird because they're a huge family so. You know, say there are 11 kids, half were born in Watts, and then they moved in the bottom half were born in downtown Sac, right? So it's like, man, you got this crazy contrast and shit like that. But um, I didn't, I, at the same time, I didn't know no better. And, and um, <clears throat> you know, my uncles were super preaching Dodger fucking religion and shit. And one day <laughs> I wore a Dodger jersey to I never did that shit again. (laughs) I'll tell you that. I think that was fucking third grade. And I I knew what time it was after that motherfucker. Like, yeah, I was like, fuck that, bro. Like, (laughs) yeah, but, 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 you know, whatever, man. You know what? Fuck that. That's Cali in the 90s, bitch. If you survived, congratulations. Oh, bro. You know what? Shit is dope. That shit was crazy, bro. Shit is dope. You know what, bro? Made me the motherfucker I am. And, you know what? I'm, I'm, I, I'm not that I'm anything on or here or anybody anywhere dope, but like you know what, man? I felt real fucking balanced and shit is dope. So it is what it is. All right. So listen, uh, it's that time where I gotta fucking go home and uh, take care of my fucking kids. Let's do that. Uh, but before I leave, I like to ask all my guests, and you know you'll be on here again one of these days. But I like to ask all my guests, what's your legacy, man? What do you you know, God forbid, you know, you get eaten by a fucking bear tomorrow. 
<laughs> what do you want people to remember you for? And, and right. what, what do you want to leave behind? I got a bear fucking coming at me. <laughs> fucking mean. He's looking at me. Let me think. Um... <laughs> Wait, are you serious about the bear thing? No, I'm fucking, I'm just saying, like, look, God forbid, you know, you don't wake up tomorrow, right? What is, what, what, what do you want your legacy to be, man? Fuck, I never thought about no shit like that, dog. Dude, you're fucking, uh, you've been through the 90s, you didn't think about your fucking legacy? Motherfucker, we survived. Um. (laughs) (laughs) We survived. (laughs) <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Fuck everybody and do what you gotta do. Um, you know what? It, it, never reserve yourself or your hey, never reserve your potential. Fucking blow their doors out. I don't. Fucking That's what you want to leave behind. Just yeah. to just fucking blow the doors off. Blow the doors out of every fucking thing. Piss them off. I fucking love it, dog. All right, well, we're gonna fucking sign off right now. Hey, thank you for being here, bro. This is fun. I fucking, have we're gonna do it again. World. And hey, and and send the OGs my way, man. Oh, we'll put that together for sure. Yeah, we'll, we're definitely gonna put that together. We'll talk this weekend. You got it, bro. All right. Thank you. Bro. Hey, thank you everybody for listening. This podcast is brought to you by We Are Sacramento and the Loft. 